Welcome to Peppa Podcast. We are here again and we got some surprise guesses. Well, she's not a surprise guest, but um, I have more than one guest. Hopefully the other guest comes in, just pop, um, hopefully they pop in. But let me let the panel introduce themselves. Um, matter of fact, we're going to hand it over to James because he's going to take the lead. We're going to kind of give him the ball's way. Let him show his masculine Sorry. side. We so we're going to give it over to... We're going to give it over to... We're going to... We're going to give it over to James. And he's gonna int- he's gonna let us introduce ourselves again because we do have some a surprise guests also. Um, Lori, we're waiting on Lori. She's gonna pop in when she gets a chance, but the show must go on. So I'm just gonna hand this baton over to James. Go ahead, James. Right, man, but, Take it balls, away. balls baton. Oh man, this this starting off. This all starting off wrong. But no, guys, this is definitely this, this, is, <laughs> this is definitely not a takeover. But you know, good evening, guys. My name is James. Uh, I'm going to try and take the lead. I mean, this is going we, this is going to go into our segment. Uh, but yes, we are on Pepper Podcast. Uh, oh, guess what? We actually have someone that has walked through our door. So Lori is in here. So what's up, Lori? Good evening. Hi. Good evening. How are you guys? I'm, I'm, Hey, Lori. Hey. Hey. What's up? What's up? Well, you know, Lori, um, we're giving James the lead, so he's gonna in- he's gonna let us introduce ourselves. You know, we're gonna make him use his. <laughs> Lori. <laughs> what up? Hey. <laughs> she said, "Let me use my masculine Scott side." That's the that, that's that's the dominant. What are you talking about? <laughs> Take it away. Yeah. You got you you got this. All right. Yeah, I got this. So yeah, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the panel go ahead and introduce themselves. So Laurie, since you just walked in, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you I'm gonna put you on blast first. You can go ahead and and, and, and welcome yourself to everyone. Hi, good evening. I'm Laurie. Um, Aries Island girl, the regular smuggler. How y'all doing? All right, all right. How is everybody? You doing good? We good. And I so. see we got Sam. <laughs> you want me to go oh, yeah. with Sam James? Are you? Are you guys? No, uh, no, no. I got this. But you know, we're gonna we're gonna go to Maya because uh, you know, Maya, Maya's been patiently waiting. So Maya, go ahead. Do Dead. <laughs> hey, what's up, y'all? You know who it is? Hey. It's your girl Maya. I missed everybody. Anytime. Maya, we're glad. You know, I, as always, we're glad to have you here. And we, yes, of we course, James, we appreciate you still sticking it out with all the girls. Yeah, yeah, but you know what's Listen. gonna happen. You know, at the end of the episode, <laughs> what am I gonna do, everybody? Oh, I always shake complain. his hand. Always shake complain. No, I'm not, he's not complain. coming black. Gonna be my last, yeah, my last episode. Right, he's gonna y'all. report to HR, but exactly. he liked the vibes. He said he that is. He said that it's unfavorable conditions. Yeah, sooner or later throughout the week. Man, you know, I get roped back in, so James so, like the vibes. Okay, just want to be a little bit dramatic, but he okay. likes the vibes. All right, All right. Let's, let's see what happens after this episode here. But we do, but we do have a special guest, so Samantha. Welcome, and definitely introduce yourself to the audience. Samantha, you there with us? 
come back in. You could go ahead. And okay. Okay. All right. All right. Sweet. All right. So, so go ahead. We're going. We're going to go ahead and continue before I start, because I guess you know, I, I guess I'm on the chopping block first. So at least that's Lord. what the rumor is. Come on with it, James. Come that's on with it. That's what the rumor is. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I'll just get, I'll just get right into it. So, just as a continuation to what we talked about last week. Last week was a really good discussion. We were talking about, you know, females in particular and their role in the relationship specifically. You know, why is it that nowadays the perception is is that uh, females are taking more of a masculine role in the relationship? And you know, we, we all chimed in on, you know, what why we felt that was the case. So, you know, that's just a little bit of a recap. Um, I know it was going, we're going to go ahead and just kind of go into my experience uh, as a part two. So definitely, I will say this, because I think the last question that was posed to me last week was whether I've ever been in a relationship in which the, um, the you know, a female was just, and I don't want to necessarily use the word dominant, just more along the lines of, did she have that type of, you know, you know, dominant or forceful personality. And I definitely have been in that situation before more than once. And in general, in terms of how I handled it, I'm going to be really honest in saying this. The last, um, the last time that it happened, the last time that I dated someone that had that type of strong personality, I would say, and this is just in my opinion, it was a total shit show. And shit show in the sense that there were a lot of things that I didn't handle well, and I then had to just like reevaluate myself and find out like where where things you know where where it stemmed from, like why why did I take offense to a lot of things? So it was it was a situation where, listen, I've always dated women that have had a mind of their own, and I you know I think that's extremely important that you know each side have a mind of their own. Uh, now, her in particular. I would say, you know, for me, it was, you know, a situation where, you know, I would, I would, I would go ahead and attempt to take the lead. Like I would do things that I was taught when I was younger, like, you know, opening a door for her and stuff of that nature. And this is actually something that she wasn't, she wasn't necessarily comfortable with, or she didn't even really like it. And that totally, absolutely threw me off because to me, you know, it was frustrating because I felt that it didn't give me an opportunity to, you know, to 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 play my role, to play my role as the man in the relationship. And I would take, you know, there were times in which I would take offense to it. Now I had to really dive in deep as to why I took so much so much offense to it, where it came from. So in diving deep into it, I had to also reevaluate my relationship with my mom. Now my mom, I've come from a single parent household. You know, we've talked about it in the past. I'm not going to go into all that again, but my mom had to play both, you know, mommy and daddy for the most part, for the, for the majority of my younger years. So the issue with that is, is that my mom had a really strong personality. So what I quickly realized after a while is that the person that I was dating gave me, you know, gave me vibes and gave me feelings as if, I was like a child again at eight years old and dealing with my mom. So that was a really difficult, that was a really difficult thing to, to handle because, you know, there would be, there would be, let's just say comments, you know, that she would make or what I felt were judgments. And 
I'm it's, it's a crazy it was a crazy phenomenon the feeling was I almost felt like again I was eight I was eight years old and like my mom was like scolding me over something and it was a really tough thing to to kind of separate or deal with so what that quickly then told me is is that I didn't or I have not spent enough time or didn't spend the time in dealing with what my issues were let's just say when it came to my mom and and only at that point when I did you know deal with that then that made that that put me in a better position to then now be in a relationship with someone that had a strong personality whoa whoa okay. whoa <laughs> whoa damn whoa i feel like you i feel like you just took us to church <laughs> <laughs> i know it's a lot man it's a lot it's a lot <laughs> Any, que- any questions? So, Anything you guys want to chime in? I'll, I'll answer them. Don't go all at once. <laughs> so I kind of want to get Samantha, um, Samantha, um, opinion on this subject. What do, what do you think, Samantha? Well, can y'all hear me? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, me personally, my opinion on this is. A woman has to be able to feel safe to be able to let her feminine side flourish. Um, and this is coming from me. I, I, my whole life, like all the women in my family, were all very strong, charactered women. And it's not for a weak man. I give you that. Like if you are not. I don't want to say weak as in you don't express yourself well, but if you don't know how to put your foot down the right way, it's not going to end well. Um, And in the generation that we're in, yeah, we're taught from a very, very young age that you can do what a man does and better. And... (laughs) at that it's just it's at this point and what I feel in my generation is we as women are taught that from such a young age that when we come into ourselves and becoming a woman we want to be both a man and a woman in the relationship Mm -hmm. and when a good guy comes and he's trying to lead us into the right way we're just so stubborn because we've only been taught to be the both men and women. And yeah, I was just yeah, I was just gonna ask you that question. Like for me, my mom, she she did it alone for a very long time after she divorced my dad. She got remarried. She her husband is great, but then my grandma was the same way. All my cousins were all strong. I personally am a strong character woman. I'm trying to change it. I'm trying, guys. I really am. But it takes a lot of learning who you really are and learning you can be a strong independent woman but you can also be just that a woman be someone that a man could come to and feel like that's his safe place and you know take that leadership role and still be led by your man Mm -hmm. so that's where I'm right now in my my in my journey of life so um, so if I can ask you, if, let me, if I can ask you a question, Samantha, 
let's just say within your own, your family structure and how you grew up and the people that are close to you. If you had to uh-huh. say, okay, you know what? I need to model myself and, you know, be a strong woman and, and be able to do on my own. Who would you say is your example? What's the first example, was, first female in your family that, that you would think of, that you would model yourself behind or, or learn from the most? To be completely honest with you, mm-hmm. I would say my grandmother, my mother. Okay. But I don't want to be like them. All right, because now my next question is going to be, let's just say if it's a situation where you want to obviously still be a strong person, still be, you know, still be an individual, but, you know, you want to be in a relationship in which, you know, you know, your man, your, your man leads to a certain degree. Who do you have someone? And I, I think I asked Elise this last week, who would be the person that you would look to to kind of show you how that works? I don't. Okay. Yeah. No, a lot, I, a lot of people don't. Yeah. I, I have a woman that is a goal getter. That That's the woman that I've always seen around me. I haven't really had someone in my family to be that gentle woman, that that woman that is very feminine, and I, I don't have that. Mm-hmm. And that's where I want to change the tables, and I want to become that. I have two daughters, and... Off the bat, I could tell they have my personality. They, especially the oldest, she she has that in her. She has that personality. But I want to teach her that, yeah, you mm-hmm. could be that assertive boss woman, but you're still a woman. So don't overstep your boundaries and try to be both a man and a woman, because it it's not gonna work out. Like even in the Bible, it says how to be that woman. Mm-hmm. And I'm in that journey that I want God to lead me so that when my husband stands in front of me, I can guide him, but he's ultimately going to guide us. So it falls under a structure. And that's can be the where I'm in. You, exactly. Like mm-hmm. he could come and be, Samantha, this is what I would want for my family. He came with the idea and I could just be there and nurture that idea and help him fulfill that instead of always putting in my two cents that might just divert his vision Uh i want to be able to be able to guide him there that's that's my ultimate goal is just to become that woman and the first step is acknowledging where your faults your faults are and once you acknowledge that it's you against you so now it's okay, Samantha, this is what you want to change. This is the process, and I'll go for it. And that's where I am right now at my stage in my life. Nice. No, no, I can appreciate that. No, thank you for that. And, and um, just to kind of add, add to, you know, what we're, what we're talking about and what I was saying earlier. So, like, for me, I actually, anyone that knows me knows that, you know, I give the utmost, I give the utmost respect to my mom and honor her because, you know, she really did, she really did. She really did a good job in just showing, like me and my older sister, my younger sister, myself, just how to be, you know, just how to be good people, just how to how to work hard, how to do a lot for you, you know, for yourself, and not necessarily depend on others and stuff of that nature. My, I see. For me, being the only boy, I have, I have five sisters, no brothers, and then to make it worse, on on the age pole, I'm right smack dab in the middle, so I got older and younger sisters. So. 
but me being an only me being the only boy, I I can be honest with you and say yes, I was treated differently than you know my sisters were, whether older or younger, because I'm the boy. So you know that relationship between you know mom and her son. My I think where where things were 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 not healthy is that as much as I you know love and honor my mom, it was a mistake for me to put my mom on a pedestal. You know, I, I looked at all the sacrifices that she made and, you know, listen, I saw her, you know, I saw my mom, you know, come home after a double shift, you know, and it's snowing outside and I'm helping my mom take, you know, take her, her shoes off because she's that dead tired. And, you know, I honored that. But the mistake was, was that I put my mom on a pedestal, you know, and, and, and by putting her on a pedestal to me, like my mom couldn't do any wrong. And I didn't want to, cause I knew she worked so hard. I didn't want to be the person that would like stir the pot or make any trouble and stuff of that nature. But then, you know, I carried that into, you know, when I'm, you know, I'm a young adult and now, now I'm dating and stuff like that and I'm doing the same thing. And that's a mistake. Now, lots of times, and, and at least what you would want is if you have a two parent household and everyone's playing their role, you know, as a son, you know, to his mom, you honor your mom. But then at a certain point, in your life then now it's almost like you get handed over to your dad and then your dad teaches you you know you know what you know what your philosophy is i think i read something i may have sent the, the girls something a little earlier during the week in terms of like you know your mom you know kind of like um your your, your mom dictate di- dictates your memory or like what you remember but your but your dad actually dictates what your thought process is and how you go about your business and I didn't necessarily have that. I have a question for you, James, going yes. on that you put your mom in a pedestal. Mm-hmm. Did that affect your relationships? Um, not more when you were younger, but now that you're older, do you think that had an effect on your relationship? It, it definitely had negative effects on my relationships as an, as an adult me now you know I've been working on myself for a couple of years now so things I see differently my mom again I still love her still honor her but no longer put her on the pedestal even though my mom was a great mom and did the best that she could with what she had she was still a human being she still had faults she and and those faults I didn't really look at before like you know if, you're, if your parent has faults it's like oh we know it's my parents so now nah, you know I, I give them a pass right now i don't give my mom a pass anymore what i mean by don't give her a pass like you know if my mom does something that just isn't right hey mom that that wasn't right and and this is why beforehand i would just look the other way because it's my mom it's my mom she took care of me she helped me do this she helped me become you know become a man helped me out helped me learn how to drive you know whatever have you gave me my entrepreneurial spirit so i give i would give her a pass i would look the other way now I don't necessarily look the other way. I'm still respectful <coughs> to my mom. Again, I still honor her, but I don't. I don't give my mom a pass. Nobody should get a pass. You have no credit to those boundaries, pretty much. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Because if it was my mom, it's like, oh man, with that. I, again, I would just look the other way. I would think to myself, oh, I don't know, man. That don't really look right. But since it was my mom, I would look the other way. Now, no, you don't look the other way for anyone. Again. I honor her, so, you know, I'm not going to disrespect her or get at her, but at the same time, like, hey, mom, man, that wasn't right. 
as opposed to before it was just like keeping your mouth shut mm-hmm. so I have a question again mm-hmm. so the um I, I keep saying this guy he's like a a relationship coach I forgot what his name is but there was a recording that I saw the other day and it said that if you're in your 40s single no kids then yeah, you're the problem that. Uh-huh. How do you, t- how, how, what's your explanation for that? So I'm, when I first, when I first saw that, when I first saw that clip, you know, I was like up and on, I was like, oh man, no, hell no, this, that, and the next and the other. But, <laughs> you know, when, if you listen to the clip more than once, just to be, I, I, I see nothing, it's not that, it's not that I'm the problem, but yes, I'm in my 40s, I've never been married, I don't have any children. So someone that meets me and they know I'm in my 40s and listen, I'm a, um, I think, you know, I think I'm an amazing man. Um, I, I really value my family. I value my friends. Um, so someone's so I think it's OK or I think it's natural to say, hey, you know what? You know, like like, you know, there's something wrong there. Like, you know, anything going on? Like there's nothing there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with asking that question. But. You know, so I just had to kind of take a step back and say it's okay to ask a question like, "Hey, you know what, Dag? Like, you, you know, what? You a serial killer? You, um, you, um, you know, this don't make this doesn't this doesn't make sense." And no, but it, but, it's, but no, but it, but it's okay to ask those questions because if it, if it were the other way around, and I meet someone and she's in her forties and she's never been married and she doesn't have any kids or whatever have you, I'm probably going to raise the eyebrows well. And there's nothing wrong with questioning it. So I would say I would say for for me when I first listened to it. I was kind of like up and on. I was like, man, this is bullshit. But at the very end of the day, there's actually nothing wrong. You know, if that's if, if that's like a red flag for you, if that's something that you need to question, then you should question. So do you like, because I kind of want to like, like, do you know like what, what, like why are most men like in that age range? Like, is it, something that they're avoiding or is it I don't know I, I would really like like a deeper explanation I know you can't answer for everybody but yeah I'm yeah I'm gonna only you know I'm not gonna do, yeah no I'm not right. gonna do the most I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna do the most men thing I'm just gonna do I'm just gonna say it I'm just gonna say it for for me so my my issue or my issues were is that one I was very I've, I've always been used to you know, living, you know, living by myself and being, or being on my own. So it was like, dad, James, you know, when I was in my twenties and maybe like early thirties is like, you know, do you really want to share your space with someone, you know, with someone else? And I mean, I'll be honest with you. I was, I was enjoying my life. I was, you know, I was having fun. I've, I've, I've always worked. I've always had, I've always had a good job. I've always been able to travel, you know, spend time with family, friends and, you know, I always thought, at least in my 20s, that, you know, if I decided you know, to have a family in my 20s, that I would have to give a lot of that stuff up. So I held out. Now, when I got to my 30s, it was like, OK, you know what? I did meet one or two people that I thought, you know, were the one or felt as if like something, you know, something really special could happen. And that's going to go into that could go into another segment. You know, the relationships were good. And then. I felt at least, you know, to me that 
things were going things were going to go really deep and then out of nowhere like everything just mashed up and i couldn't and i always had that fear because you know for me you know i've always had i you know and i, I and i i had to realize this like a couple of years ago working with myself i had a fear of abandonment so the fear of abandonment was that things were going to go well and that if things were going too well that something was going to come in and screw everything up just out of nowhere so i held back you know i held, i didn't i just didn't let it go that far then once i got into once i got into my 40s is like okay do you know you got to have a different mentality because clearly what you've been what you've been doing for like the last 20 years or so has not worked and you know do you got to do something different and and i really just had to kind of like break myself down to to nothing and build myself back up you guys want to ask James anything cuz he's a good man mhm James, why are you always having us stuck somewhere? Is that again? You be every time you talk, you always having us in the days, and then we have to catch the show back again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Mai, you got any question for him? I think we lost Maya. Um, oh, James be coming oh, through right with the suspect vibes. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> James, you coming through with the suspect vibes? Yeah, oh, oh, we're oh yo, <laughs> yo. <laughs> nah, man, oh, nah, man. nah, 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 suspect, nah, 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 but I do know, um, you know, a lot of women like will always, you know, question it. Or, um, and I couldn't agree with Sam Moore when she said, uh, you know, we were just raised differently. You know, mm-hmm. um, we were taught, you know, what a man could do. And we're like, okay, cool. How can we make it better? How do we do better? Um, you know, because we've already been put at such. I don't want to say a lesser standard, right? But mm-hmm. um, that so much, you know, is required of us, <clears throat> you know, to be able to hold a family down and um, raise a child. But um no, nah, but just to um just to kind of piggyback as to what you were saying, like there's nothing like I don't see anything wrong with questioning. Like if something, you know, isn't isn't what isn't part of your norm and stuff, then yeah, you should mm-hmm. question it. So like me on the flip side, if I met you know if I met a female in you know her 40s and you know she working you know she just got off of her fourth marriage and she got uh, you know and she got eight children, I mean I'm gonna question it as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and find out like you know what's going you know like what's going on. So right. on the total flip right. side, you know, I totally, you know, I totally get it. Um, I'm at least me. I'm really excited about the possibility of having a family. Um, I do love children, and it's something that I that I do want. You know, God willing, in the right situation. And 
I'm I'm definitely, you know, a healthier person, you know, now that I was, let's just say three or four years ago in terms of, and I'm still a work in progress. So still got to work on communication, just like, you know, just like anyone else, uh, do a lot better in setting boundaries because the, the boundary thing was probably one of my biggest Achilles heel. And that's boundaries, whether it was relationships, fam- you know, fam- family, mm-hmm. friends, the boundaries. I think we all should have them. Hmm? I said definitely. I think that we all should should have them. Yeah. So So again, it was at a point where I literally had to you know, break things down in my life and and kind of just rebuild it. Like my my biggest thing was in terms of, you know, I had to I had to teach myself over again in terms about being, you know, aggressive as opposed to passive and then passive aggressive. I had to learn the difference between the three. Didn't know the difference between the three. I used to think, you know, putting yourself first was being selfish. Uh, to a certain degree it is, but you should. You know, who's going to look out better for you than, you know, who's going to look out better for you than you? And, and, you know, I had to teach myself that I couldn't give to other people unless I was good myself. There were times in which I was helping, like, my friends or family, you know, before. And even though I had shit I needed to take care of, I was taking care of them first. But again, that was going Mm -hmm. towards, like, my Achilles heel with the boundaries and also, too, the fear of abandonment. The fear of them, you mean like them accepting you, them just understanding, hey, you know, like we all have respectable boundaries opposed to them feeling like you're pushing them away in any way or them just not simply accepting you. Well, I would I would say like my fear of abandonment, I'm going to as far back as I can think of my dad was in listen, my, my dad and I, my dad passed away about 12 years ago. Well, at the time my dad passed away, we were the best of friends for a very long time. But before then, when I was a lot younger, my dad wasn't around at all. I only saw my dad maybe twice a year, the first like 11 or 12 years of my life. And I couldn't explain to you why I only saw him, you know, two, no, twice a year. My dad, I live in New York. My dad lived in New York, maybe about a, a 30 minute ride from me. And to only see him twice a year, I could never, I can never understand and fathom you know, why that was. And I think that's kind of like planted the seed so that when I started to like have friends or stuff of that nature, you know, I tried to stay away from, I tried to stay away from conflict. I think I, I think I may have mentioned it the first time I was on the show, the, the first time that I saw like conflict was seeing my mom and dad argue when I was on, when I was really little, I was probably like two and a half years old. And they were arguing in front of me. And after that argument, I remember seeing my mom packing my dad's bags and my dad never lived with us since. Now, the second time I would say I would say I saw a bit of an argument was or a real argument between adults that were around me was probably with my, my mom and my stepdad. And again, there's a situation where they're having you know arguments on a daily basis. And finally, you know, my mom decided, listen, you know, my, my stepdad wasn't doing what he was supposed to do for the house. And then she decided to, you know, ask him to leave or whatever. So for me, conflict or arguments meant that at the end of that argument, someone had to leave. Something had to end. And that was re- and that was really that was really something to be afraid of for me. So I stayed away, whether it was 
you know, family or friends, I stayed away from arguments or, or afraid from conflict because in my mind as a kid, after that conflict happened, something had to end. We, were, we was going to have to go our separate ways. And if I didn't want to lose you as a friend or whatever have you and go our separate ways, then I didn't argue with you. Totally the wrong way to approach it. That's a whole nother topic. Whole nother topic. Um, all right, so I think we got almost everybody's opinion because this is like a continuation of um last week. Now, before we started the podcast, I had sent you guys a little article action if with, with, with the ladies. I'm gonna ask you a question to get into that. Um, but the ladies, if they'll ever if they would ever propose. To a man. Oh man, let me hear. Let me hear this. No. No. Why wouldn't you? And if yes, why would you? And with James, um, do you think a woman proposing to a man is she um what do you call it? Is she like desperate? Okay, or demasculating no, him in any way. I'll put it like that, but don't answer that yet, James. No, I, um, yeah, I can talk now. <laughs> I want to hear the ladies on this um, question. Um, what do you guys, with for you, Lori, would you ever propose to a man? I'd rather sing to beach whales as my nine to five than propose to anyone. <laughs> Oh, it's, gotta come over here with her shit. <laughs> Good thing this is a podcast where you can say what the fuck you want. Here she goes. Here she goes. Here she goes. So you said no. <laughs> All right, why? Why wouldn't you? Um, because that's where I would like to take my feminine role. <laughs> no, you want to take the feminine role. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's where I would like to take my feminine role. Um, I would like for the man to be more dominant in that situation. Um, I would like to know that the person that I'm going to be with can't like eat or sleep without me kind of thing. So it would be for him to propose, not for me to propose. You feel me? So, so what if, so what if it's in a situation where um, you love him, he loves you, He's not too masculine enough to pop the question, but you on the other side, on the other hand, you want to get married, you want to tell him that you love want. If he wasn't too masculine, <laughs> you want a commitment, <laughs> but he he just can't build up the courage to act because he's not. Then we will be in a enough. common law situation, and I'll get a power of attorney. <laughs> so you're gonna be like, oh, uh, there's, there's ways around but that's but that's I'm not work. proposing to nobody. You got a, you got a whole plan. You got lawyers involved already. <laughs> <Damn. laughs> <laughs> that's a bull statement, but for Sharon, that's bullshit. In my opinion, a man knows what he wants. So it's either two things. It's either He's already got what he needs in the relationship, so why, why go that extra step? Because she's already given him husband vibes, like you're the king of the castle. So why am I gonna get married if I already got it? Or he doesn't know what he wants, and so he's gonna hold off on it. Because if oh, a man yeah. knows what he wants, he's he gonna go it. and do it. 
-hmm. he's gonna go and do it men are simple creatures it's just we complicate it too much but in all reality a man is a simple creature when he's ready and he knows that's the one he's gonna go and he's gonna do what he needs to do to secure it but if a woman comes from the beginning and is throwing it off like she's treating him like a husband and she's giving him all the wife benefits he's never gonna he's never gonna do anything because he already got it all that's why when you go into a relationship you don't play wifey you're my boyfriend you play the role as your boyfriend if you want to get the husband then you have to put a ring on it pump me a house and give me a stable future but i'm not gonna give you husband vibes when you're still a boyfriend because when it comes time to it he's not gonna want to take that next step so that means ladies if you cook for that man serve him in a styrofoam plate no, man. No. It's not even that. It's not Gosh. even that. Yeah. It's make more like... Hands, huh? If it's finger food, if you if that's what you want to do... coming in with the ruthless vibes. I'll have to marry you a nice It's not even that. It's just... <laughs> men are, are animals of habit so if you're treating him like he's the king of the castle he don't gotta do anything he's not gonna do it oh my god hello so what about Maya how Maya feel about the topic um, Maya getting on those knees to propose Ooh, no ma'am. I am way too black and white. I am I'm very traditional. Um I still wanna be courted, I still wanna be loved, I still wanna be pursued. Um and I'll be damned if we get into an argument, you mad you're at me and the first thing you say is, Oh well, I didn't want this, oh well you the one who got on the knee. I'm spazzing. I am spazzing. It's not gonna look good. So oh, she's shooting uh, up the whole club. Oh but yeah, no, that's that's a no for me. Um for me fucking no. So if Greg didn't gonna... propose right and and he wasn't that masculine to propose you wouldn't have proposed to Greg well we're not gonna do that we're not gonna do the um, <laughs> we ain't gonna do that <laughs> but I'll tell you what we what we did do though so with Greg I I give myself a timeline where I was like listen nigga if you're not gonna engage me within two years you gotta fucking go timeline. and you can ask him yep I did so when we start, when we start dating, mm-hmm. when we start dating, we dated for a good six months, I think six, seven months, a year, I think. And then we moved in. And then I was like, listen, by time this date or this year, you, we got to make some type of commitment because at, now we're living together. So now we definitely, we, we living together. You, you met my kids, yeah. nigga, you in this. Okay, so I to me, I saw my mama play house all her fucking life. So I, I went once I got into that, but once he moved in, 
like I started seeing my like my my fucking my life flash like my mom like wait you gonna you gonna play house with this man and this man not gonna you not gonna get no type of commitment so for me I I I well if you want to say I gave him an ultimatum you can say that but I just know my worth and I know I wanted a time frame where if you don't make some type some type nigga give me a motherfucking promise ring I'll still take that shit. Yeah. Promise to be here in these bald-headed kids. Yes, <laughs> I'll take that. Okay? So, my thing is, within that two years, once we started living together and all that, like two and a half years, he did propose because he know what time it was. Like, at that point, if, if, if we're 10 going into three years and he didn't propose, we would have been break up already because I'm like, okay, so what are we doing? You're you're in your 40s. I'm in my 30s. I'm not, I don't want to play house. I don't want to do that. That's for people that's now dating. I, I, I don't want to do that. I want some type of commitment where I know, I'm, okay, once this man commits to me, I'm about to give my all and I'm going to put my all into it. So it's like, you give me progress and you're going to see progression, basically. Correct. But proposing to a guy, no. That's just, to me, just, that's just, when I see stuff like that happen, or, it, or you know, it's on the internet or something, I just look at her and be like, this desperate bitch. Dead. But, then yeah. again, you guys could call me desperate too, because I give him an ultimatum, so maybe I was desperate, but my thing is, you can't get this cow for fucking free, okay? So, if you want this cow... You're gonna have to put some type of commitment or some type of investment into this because that's not how I work. So that's how that went down. Yep, that's why I'm married two years later with a son. Yep, that's how it happened. Mm-hmm. I didn't get down on no knees. I mean, I get down on my knees to say my yeah. prayers, and I love. Love, but. <laughs> 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 That's the only time I'm going down on my knees, bro. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> I feel <laughs> weird. For real. <laughs> but that's it. That's how that happened. Yep. So, what, so with J- with James, right? When you see stuff like that happen, as a man looking in, right? What what would be your like your first thought or opinion? Well, not. Well, no, I'll say it. I've seen it a couple of times, like on IG, and I, and those couple of times I cringe when I see it. I'm like, oh no, no. And then you know, you can't help but to put yourself in that position. And listen, I'm not gonna sit here and preach and be like, yeah, I'm traditional because some things I'm not traditional with, some things I am. When it comes right. to you know, when it comes to that, yeah, I'm definitely traditional. Uh, I'm gonna say, at least for me. And this is just from like, you know, my, 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 my dating history or just from, you know, family, you know, family, friends and stuff of that nature. You know, I see if I want to lead, then part of leading, part of leading is, is me showing that, listen, this is what I want. I want a family, you know, this is how, you know, this is how I, you know, intend to provide for my family and stuff of that nature. And as part of that, and I see me proposing to, you know, the woman that I want to marry as basically the first step of that, you know, me leading the household. I think that, I think that's for me, that's the very beginning of it. Mm, I don't, I don't see, it's hard for me to see how, you know, the female does it 
And then the man says afterwards, okay, yeah, I'm going to say yes. And then from here on in, I'm going to leave. You know, for me, that's the absolute first step. Now, anyone that's done it, you know, at the end of the day, it's their business. I mean, everyone's household works how it works. And I'm not going to sit here and judge it and say that it should be this or it should be that. It's just right. not, it's just not, it's just not for me. You know what? I should have did a survey that I should have did a survey where I should have looked to see how successful marriages are when the woman proposed versus when the man proposed. Mm. But that's I think that'd be interesting. A, that's yeah, I think that'd be interesting. Uh huh. For another second. Yeah. <laughs> All right, damn, y'all just went in tonight. Sure. Mm. Y'all killed it. Mm. Samantha, you you stay. I, I love having you because you be bringing that heat, and then you be bringing this. We be I'll be like the devil, and you be on the zen side with bringing in your <laughs> until I get <laughs> passionate about something, and then I go back to being tired. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, <laughs> until we wake you up. But I always love doing a um, segment with y'all. We're glad that you um, came and joined us tonight. We just wanted to finish up this topic because we've been going at this shit for two weeks and it's time for Too this. damn long. You're tired of it already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> damn, James. Yeah, tired, 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 tired of y'all already. Now. coming back. All right. oh. <laughs> no, no, he's not coming back. I ain't coming back to this. Oh. <laughs> Shut up, James. You know you love us. I don't mean I'm coming so, Yo, Maya, get your friends. <laughs> I got his back all day. All day. Yeah, all, right. all day. James, come on, don't do that. Listen, that's for off the air, okay? That's for off. <laughs> that's his R. That's for our chat. Yes, for after. Exactly. James, she be letting you. She be letting you sing, bro. <laughs> then try yeah, to revive the, you in the yeah, chat. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> by the time I come to help me, I'm on life support. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you, we still rocking. We still rocking. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. She be having me near death, yeah. She said life support. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I, um, so we almost coming to the end of our show. I just have a few things to, um, before we wrap up. So we just want to say happy belated birthday to Maya. Yep, Maya celebrated her birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Now, are you pregnant yet? Oh. Listen, we just Maya. talked about shooting up the club, bro. Shooting up the club. Maya, did you Maya, so yeah. you know how some people say they have like tradition, like on your wedding night you're supposed to have sex, on your birthday you're supposed to have sex. No, on my wedding night I didn't have sex, so Ooh. that's a fun fact. Yeah, 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 that's a fun fact. We didn't have sex, but um, Maya, did you have birthday sex? Hell yeah, birthday sex. It was damn near all the clouds. Well, that's what's up that you had a good birthday. Um, thank you. Yes, that's what's up. That's what's up. You fucking Virgos, man. Y'all, hey, <laughs> God, I love us. Y'all, 
gotta love yo something else boy lord have mercy alright I, 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 I agree with that yeah. what what Samantha what you agree with oh, or something else I'll pass oh. that cup of tea <laughs> that's just somebody else <laughs> Damn, y'all is. Oh, I shouldn't be sipping some tea tonight because y'all. Oh, y'all bringing the tea. Woo. So, before we wrap up, um, I was following this story, right? This is for my. Did you know? Um, so I was following this story with this girl that's her name is Gabby P- PTO, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've yeah. So, it, what happened was, um, she, they're, they're from Florida, actually, to be honest. They live, they live, they live. They reside in Florida, and I guess she and her fiance they went on like a cross country, um, you know, you know how these people get it road trip, Caucasian stuff. Yes, yes. Road so trip, they went yeah. on like a cross country trip, and I guess they went to um, they was going to Wyoming and then another city, I think. But after like the mom and stuff was like texting her, she was in communication with the mom and stuff and then once she got to Wyoming the campsite um communication stopped so nobody heard nobody heard from her then all of a sudden the fiance came back to Florida right he came back with no explanation as where this girl is where is this fiance so and then he disappeared before the authorities authorities could even like talk to them and then they had showed like on the body cam, I guess she was having melt, uh, like a meltdown or troubles with some type of melted issues, and she had called the cops. So the cops, they were, you know, this is all, all happening when they were driving. So the cops came on the site when they, so they had like this big fight. His face was all scratched up, and they, I don't know what happened, but they let them, you know, continue on with the camping or whatever. So today now, because after they were searching for her, today now they they supposedly well we all know it is but you know with the FBI they have to like uh, once they examine the body and stuff make sure it is her they yeah. found about the body near a Wyoming campsite so it looks like and now they can't find the fiance so it looks like he killed her and now he disappeared they confirmed so, um, it was her oh they did okay yeah okay so they did so he he, he killed the girl now they can't find him or whatever um I say this to say this, and I kind of send my 21-year-old this story because it's like people have a different fate, all right? Evil is a motherfucker. So that's her fiancé. That's somebody that's supposed to protect her, right? And he could, he killed her. Like, he supposedly killed her. So it's like people show you one face, and then their intention is another. So I kind of send it to my 21-year-old because... Her ass like to um, talk to people from different parts of the state. Now, like, when I say talk to people, because she interacts with a lot of people, like, because she streams. And um, there's this one guy she's really interested in and stuff. And I'm like, you know, he can show you one, one part of him, but it's just that we don't know who he is. We don't know his background. We don't know his mama. We don't know his daddy, because I need all of that. I might need his motherfucking social, too. True. So it's like, I... I I don't to her when I'm asking her all these questions. It seems like, but well, I'm my mom, like you getting in my business. But no, I am in. I'm your business, so I want to know all of that. 
You feel me? Because these people online is sick. Whereas she didn't even know her fiance was gonna kill her. You feel me? Yeah. So um, this was this really kind of affected me because it could have been it could have been anybody's child. You know, it could have been somebody that we know. You know, so I just want to tell everybody just be cautious of the people that you come into contact with. Um, people are not always what they seem. So that's how I want to close the show out. We kind of we're gonna send our um, condolences to her family. Absolutely. But this is really really sad because her parents really trust him. You know, with their daughter. To me, I don't think I would ever. Even though she's in, that's her fiance. Like I don't know if I would ever let my daughter do some shit like that. I'm sorry, but you know that they, her mom probably, her parents probably trust him. He showed a good face, and now we don't know what happened, but she's dead. So, um. Not everything, not everything is what it seems from the outside. So you know, it's like not everything glitter is gold, basically. True. So that is me. That is my section for tonight. Um, do you guys have anything to say before we wrap this baby up? Man, I've said no. Amazing week. <laughs> Does everyone have a great, amazing, and positive week? I wish you all a beautiful week. Yes, whatever you, Samantha. So God bless them to have a beautiful week and stay safe. The world that we live in is crazy right now. Yeah, it's very crazy. That that story just hits me hard. Like that's crazy. Um, is Maya still there? No, but she would have said Black Lives Matter. Facts. Okay, I know. Yes, you know she wasn't gonna say that. All right, guys. So we're gonna wrap this up. Oh, and I usually do. We do have a sponsor tonight, so I want to shout out Pretty Wasted. Um, for all listen, ladies. My ever mind, James. <laughs> to the ladies right now. Listen, if you guys want to get snatched, I want you guys to check out Pretty Wasted. Um, she is on Facebook. Um, her website is prettywasted.com. On Facebook, she is pretty wasted. You ladies get, let me tell you, her her um, waist trainers are the bomb. I've, I have one already. I tried it. It is really good. So um, if you want to get snatched, you know, we know some are left already, but still, you still want to look good for your man. If you have one, if you don't, you'll sneaky link. Somebody's husband, somebody mine, get, get snatched. <laughs> <laughs> all right so um do we still have Maya with us no nah, nah, Maya. So, so all right so we're gonna wrap it up tonight um that bring us to the end of type of podcast um i want to say peace out love you guys until next sunday next sunday coming up we're gonna be a little bit early I have a fitness coach is gonna sign is gonna come join us to tell us about it's gonna be Sunday we're gonna call it Sunday mental health physical health all types of motherfucking health but she's gonna come join us she is my coach so um she's gonna have some tips for you guys so it's gonna be interesting next week um but that's it some type of podcast tonight good night guys take care good night later bye
segment of Pepper Podcast was brought to you by Pretty Wasted. And I don't mean wasted as in drinking, I mean getting your waist snatched. She has one of the best waist trainers around. Please check her website out. It is prettywasted.com. And, and there's a whole lot of variety of other stuff. There's also gym workout clothes on her website, all types of waist trainer. So check that girl out at prettywasted.com. Yeah.